0: to the directions... Life Interview Series. I'm Karen Jacobson, the GPS girl, and today I am joined by Margaret Marshall. Margaret is a professional speaker, a nutritional advisor, and a weight loss coach. How are you, Margaret? I'm I'm great today, Karen. How are you? I am well, too. It is so great to have you on the show. So if you could take us right back to the beginning, we would love to hear where are you
1: from? Where did you grow up? Well, I am Long Island, born and bred. I've lived my entire life on Long Island, in different areas of Long Island, but I've raised my family here, and uh, this is my home. How wonderful. And, you know, we talk a lot about passion
0: and purpose uh, on this show, and I'd love to get a bit of an idea of when you knew what your purpose in life was. When did you know you wanted to be in this line of business?
1: You know, Karen. Quite honestly, it was a little later on in my life. I was, in, and as you know, I have a book out, Body, Mind, and Mouth, so I explained it all in there. But as I was young, as a young child, I was an overweight child, and I have grew up with four brothers, and they all called me Margaret, Margaret, the big fat target, and that no. well, stuck with me for many, many, many years. And I have oh, no wonder. Right. <laughs> Through my teens, I did a lot of crazy, unhealthy things to try and keep a uh, body weight that was considered normal, and through my 20s, I, had, I got married, and I had my two children, and by the time I was 30, I realized I don't want to live my life in an overweight body, and so that is when I, I took control, and after about a year, I started getting into the business, and I worked in corporate. Like, for uh, seventeen years, uh, helping people with their body, their health, their nutrition, their way of life, if you want to call it that and um, and then, in two thousand and four, I had already raised my family, I had more time, that was my own, and I decided to start my own business and and build this professional speaking career and I do a lot of corporate wellness programs, and I do a lot of coaching
0: that's amazing. I, you know, you've, you've answered a bunch of my questions, but you're, you're like one step ahead. <laughs> um, can, you, can you tell me what your first professional job was? And that can either be when you were starting out, you know, right out of high school or college or with the kind of business that you have now, but can you remember back to your first work?
1: My very, well, very first, if we go all the way back, was babysitting. I always loved to be around children and and take care of children and I guess nurture. I guess I have a nurturing spirit. Um, But honestly, my very first job at 16 was working in a bakery. And one of the reasons Ah. I I think I worked in the bakery is because you could get as much as you want for free while you were working. Oh. So um, that was enticing to me back then. I I bet it was. Today, I don't really enjoy bakery foods at all. I think it's because of my years. A year, it was only a year I worked there, uh, working in the bakery. But my first really professional job um, and what I was educated for was working in banking. I worked at a chemical bank, and that is where I met my husband. Yes, I was in the accounting division. You know, there are always skills that that work for life, aren't they? I, I always see people who will
0: go and study a little bit of a law degree and maybe they don't take that path or, or they have some kind of accounting business or banking background or training or experience. And I always think, well, that's that's a skill for life. So I can see why that would be such a great set of skills to to take you through life, even though it's not what you pursued.
1: It's not what I loved. I didn't love it while I was doing it. And, you know, I left to have my family at the time. So I was in banking for about 10 years.
0: Can you tell us about the turning point when you had discovered what it is you really felt compelled to do in your life and in your business? And, you know, a moment that you can remember where Things really
1: started to take off, oh, big question there, Karen um <laughs> you know. What- when I when I tell you that I worked in the corporate world in the weight loss industry for 17 years, I was a speaker and a trainer for Weight Watchers, which is a international corporation. And when I first went to them for a job, quite honestly, I went to be a receptionist because I had I had um, two small children and I didn't have the time to. You know, I I said to them, I can give you one night a week, and it was just to get me dressed and get me out. And I was with Weight Watchers for about, I would say, only two months when I got a phone call saying, you don't belong behind a desk. You belong in front of a room, and we want to train Mm -hmm. you for that. And that, and I can remember Karen standing in my kitchen and listening to this woman speaking to me, and I said to her, my response was, I I think he called the wrong house. (laughs) And she said, I know exactly who I got. Um, and so I went into their training program. Uh, how could I turn that down? You know, still saying my priority is my family and my children. Uh, mm. And, and um, so I always considered myself a mother who worked, not a working mother. My priority was raising my family. I loved what I did. I built a big following on Long Island. And um, I don't know, just changing people's lives through the way they eat is the most amazing thing to me. I think changes. it
0: is right well it does it's from the inside out isn't it sure sure it's um it's really inspiring to hear you sure. share about that moment that experience when they called you and said you don't belong behind a desk we want to train you and we want you in front of a room and you know that that's a powerful experience because sometimes people Uh, will believe in us uh, as this woman believed in you uh, more than perhaps you might have of yourself.
1: Right, correct.
0: And don't you find that often? (laughs) Yes. Oh, yes, the listening that other people have of us is in in many ways so much bigger than than the one we have for ourselves. I think that's just a beautiful uh, story to hear. And, Margaret, did you have somebody in your life or, or somebody on, out in the media or in the workforce who was an idol to you, somebody when you were growing up who you looked up to and, and wanted to be like?
1: You know, I can't really say that. I always thought, you know, media, the media people were, were different people and, you know, That's what they went for. Today, I love being in media because I know that that's different now, that everybody has a starting point, and you build on that starting point. But I will tell you, and, and, again, I write this in my book, when I decided to take care of myself, the one thing, and this is what I try and help people do, find somebody who you admire and decide what it is you admire about them. And at that time, and unfortunately she's not alive anymore, but at that time it was Princess Diana. Diana, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was so funny, Karen, because before I lost my weight and took control of myself, I don't know, do you remember the show Cagney and Lacey? Yes. Okay, so everyone said to me I looked like Time Daly at that time. Right. And after I lost my weight and I was at a weight that I was comfortable with and I cut my hair a little shorter, everybody said to me, oh, my goodness, you look just like Princess Diana. <gasps> I made that transformation. But what I loved about her is I thought she was feminine, I thought she was eloquent, and I thought she was graceful. And those mm-hmm. were the three words I was going to, um, to try and become. I wanted to stop being Margaret, Margaret the Big Fat Target, and I wanted to become elegant, graceful, and feminine. And it's funny because Princess Diana and I have the same birthday, oh, only I know. was older
0: you achieved what you set out to, what you visualized for yourself.
1: I I took those three words and I said that's who I and it had nothing to do with body weight, yet it had everything to do with body weight. I wanted to be elegant eloquent, graceful and feminine. Did you find
0: having that vision and that you know, that picture in your mind and that feeling and those words was that motivating to you at the time when you were working to take control of yourself and your life
1: oh I would have to say absolutely yes and and you know the last thing i was was elegant graceful and feminine at the time you know i was i was pretty rough and tumble i grew up with four brothers and i was a tomboy and and you know and today it's so funny because it doesn't matter if anyone else thinks that as long as i think that mm.
0: does that mm. make sense and i it, it makes perfect sense and i imagine that you um that that is something that you talk with people about and share about in your book
1: Absolutely. Yes. Pick three words. I always tell people pick three words and aim for those three words. Become. I love that. Those three. Pick
0: words. three words. Oh, I think that is absolutely awesome. Uh, okay, yeah. so being the being the GPS girl, you know, I have a big love of travel and. I am going to ask you a couple of travel questions. And the first one is, what is your favorite travel location, your favorite place you've ever visited in the world?
1: Hmm, that's a good question because I too love to travel (laughs) and... uh, You know, I have been, and I have been fortunate enough. I mean, my children are grown now. They're 30 and 27, so I'm, you know, I'm no longer a full-time mother. But I have been fortunate enough in my life that my husband and I have been able to take my children around the world, really, other than the Orient. We haven't been to the Orient. And we have been to so many places on the globe that are just amazing. So I don't know that I have a Favorite one. I just always love to go somewhere new. Mm -hmm. But I can, you know, the 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 image that always stays in my mind was the first time we were in Paris and saw the Eiffel Tower in the evening, Mm -hmm. all lit up. And I thought to myself, as a New Yorker, this must be what people felt like or feel like when they see the Statue of Liberty, which I take for granted. Right. You know what I mean. It was it was an amazing feeling to me. That is so wonderful. Paris is
0: just right up there, isn't it? As one of the ultimate places to have visited or to experience. Yeah. At some point in life, it is amazing. Yes. Okay. So my next travel question: If you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be? Hmm.
1: That. A good question. Let's see. I am... Uh, I'd love to see cities. I'm not a beach person. I don't like to sit on a beach, and I don't like to stay in a resort. I find that, you know, that's just not for me. I love- Don't worry. I'll do that for you, Margaret. <laughs> <I'd love laughs> I'll to- take care of the resorts. Yeah, I'm not a resort person. I'd love to see how local people live and, and talk to local people and, and see where they go and how they think mm. and So I just, any city I can go to, I just love.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. Do you have some travels coming up?
1: I do. I'm leaving in uh, less than a month. And then uh, in September we have, I'm taking a cruise in less than a month, but I'm going to all places I've been before. So it's just a total relaxation cruise with my husband. And then in September we're going to British Columbia, Seattle, and the coast of California. We're doing a cruise. How fa- it's fabulous, you know, I yeah. really
0: need to experience some more cruises, the cruising life sounds good
1: And I've spoken on cruise ships about traveling, eating while you're traveling, so uh, Oh, we totally yeah. have to talk about that, Margaret, I want yeah. the soup.
0: that sounds amazing <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it. How how long ago did your book come out?
1: My book came out 12-12-12, the publisher called oh, wow. the me morning, the morning of that day, and he said, what does 12-12-12 mean to you? And I said, N- nothing. And he said, oh, yes, today your book hit the market. So that is amazing. 12 Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, Something I'll never well. forget, I'm sure.
0: And can you, um, can you tell people where they can find your book, where they can read more, hear more about you and connect with you and uh, on social media, all of those things?
1: Sure. I am on LinkedIn, Margaret Marshall. Margaret Marshall, I think it's just on LinkedIn. Uh, Facebook, Margaret Marshall Associates. Why wait, W-E-I-G-H, live a thin life. You can look on that. They can go to my website. It's www.MargaretMarshallAssociates.com. So that's Margaret Margaret Marshall, M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L, associate dot You can order my book on my website. You can order it anywhere books are sold. Uh, you know, wherever their favorite place to order books are, they can find it, and it's called Body, Mind, and Mouth. Life Such a great title, body, You're like body, body, Mind, and Mouth. Mouth, and it's all about how the mind affects the mouth and the mouth affects the body, what our mm. lives are like when they're connected, and then what happens when they're disconnected.
0: Just amazing. All right, Margaret, so the big question that I'm going to end with is, what is your number one direction for life you would like to share with people?
1: You know, my number one, when I thought about that, my number one direction in life, I would have to say, is to have the right people in your life. Keep the... not only in your intimate life it's so important to have it in your personal life the right people but meet and find and stay with the right people and the people who are not the right people for you doesn't mean they're bad people I don't believe in shunning anybody but you know a lot of people have issues and problems and we can help them but I just don't like to bring them into my inner circle if it's going to drag me down so I'll Mm -hmm. step out and help anybody um but but have the right people in your life
0: I love it. Margaret, thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. Margaret Marshall, she is a professional speaker a nutritional advisor, a weight loss coach. She's the author of Body, Mind and Mouth, which you can find everywhere. And Margaret, thank you so much. And Karen, thank you so much for interviewing me and having me. You've got it. I'm Karen Jaguetz the GPS Girl with Directions for Life. Oh.